Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The Rose Bowl. The game that inspired the college football bowl season has a long and storied history. The stadium itself is 100 years old, and in celebration of it, Pigskin Dispatch is assembling some of the top historians and authors to share the memories, people, and events that make the granddaddy of them all the special game that it is. Enjoy this Rose Bowl memory from pigskindispatch.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history and portal to Rose Bowl histories. We're talking about all 108 Rose Bowl games that have been played as we get up and celebrate the 100 years of the Rose Bowl in 2023, will be the 100th season of that great stadium's existence. We're talking about many aspects of the Rose Bowl, including all 108 Rose Bowl games that have been played thus far. And in this edition, we're going to talk about the 80th and 81st games that have been played as a Tournament of Roses football game on New Year's Day, or at least New Year's Day weekend. Uh, Today, uh, let's get into the 1994 Rose Bowl. It was the 80th Rose Bowl game played when the Wisconsin Badgers went up against the UCLA Bruins on January 1st, 1994 in Pasadena. Head coach Terry Donahue led his 8-3 Bruins into the contest after being selected from the Pac-10 Conference. Coach Barry Alvarez was the man with the plans for the Badgers as they sported a 9-1-1 record going into the game. UCLA started off the scoring in the first quarter when place kicker Bjorn Mertzen nailed a 27-yard field goal to go up 3-0. Wisconsin responded moments later with Brent Moss's three-yard run and Rick Schitzky's knocked through a PAT in a second quarter action. Wisconsin's Moss dove into the end zone again, this time with a one-yard run, and again, Schnetzky converted the extra point. The halftime adjustment on defense for both sides was effective, as there was no third-quarter scoring by either team. However, the Bruins got some things working in the fourth quarter as they cut into the Batchers' lead via a Ricky Davis 12-yard touchdown run and a Merton PAT kick. The Badgers again responded with a Daryl Bevel 21-yard scoring run and Schnetzky's kick. UCLA kept fighting as Mike Gwynn called in a five-yard touchdown pass from Wayne Cook, but a two-point conversion pass failed. That ended up making the final score Wisconsin 21, UCLA 16, and what a game we had there, a five-point spread for that final with Wisconsin winning. Now, UCLA receiver J.J. Stokes set a Rose Bowl record for receptions with 14 and receiving yards 176 in this contest. And Brent Moss, well, he gashed the UCLA defense for 158 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. 
Well, that was followed up in the, fall, in the next year in 1995's Rose Bowl game that was played on Monday, January 2nd, 1995. The 81st Rose Bowl game featured the Penn State Nittany Lions and the Oregon Ducks. Joe Paterno was the head coach of PSU, and he matched with, with the talent of players, strategy, and more with Oregon's head man, Rich Brooks. Penn State set the tone for this one early. The Nittany Lions running back, Kajana Carter, scored on an 83-yard touchdown on Penn State's first offensive play. But Oregon responded to tie the game when Josh Wilcox grabbed a one-yard pass from quarterback Danny O'Neill and Matt Belden made the extra point kick. In the second quarter, it was Penn State's Brian Milne who punched in one from the one yard out and a subsequent PA tick by Conway had put the Penn State up 14-7 at the half. Oregon came out fighting after the intermission on a Christian McNamore 17-yard pass from O'Neill and Belden kicked to tie the game once again. Then the Kajana Carter show started up again as the running back scored on a 17-yard run and a minute later on a three-yard carry for touchdowns to open up the game a bit. Penn State kept pouring it on in the fourth quarter on a Conway 43-yard field goal with just under six minutes remaining, followed by John Whitman's nine-yard run for another Penn State score. Oregon cut in the lead late when Ricky Whittle uh, ran one to Pater from three yards out, but the damage was done as Penn State hung on and cruised to a 38-20 victory. Kajana Carter of Penn State and Danny O'Neill of Oregon were named as the most valuable players for this 81st annual Rose Bowls players uh, of the game. And that's what you have for these two great Rose Bowls in, in Rose Bowl history. We hope you're joining us and keeping up with all these great Rose Bowls uh, memories that we're bringing to you. Uh, they are just some tremendous uh, games. It's one of the greatest bowl games ever. It's the original bowl game uh, for college football in the holiday season. And uh, boy, they had some fantastic players and events that have happened there. Hope you're following it. Tune in. we got more coming up because we're going to go all through a 108 in these 40 days of Rose Bowl celebration here on pigskindispatch.com and your favorite podcast provider. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. We're taking a peek over at the chains and the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. PigskinDispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, 
is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.